dig this. First 125 Moro here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, 100% Goggles, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Brought to you by Justified Cultures. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with us on the line, we've got John Cuzo from 100% Goggles. John, how's it going? Not too bad. How, what are you up to? Not much, man. Just got uh, got the day off work for uh, for the first time in quite some time. So uh, thought I'd uh, do my due diligence and knock out some podcasts. Nice. So uh, how how are things? Uh, like, are you you're uh, you're getting getting set to head off to uh, uh, Iron Man, or are you already there? Uh, I'm getting set. I'm in the process of prepping uh, right now. Today's actually been a a very busy day. Uh, got a lot of stuff going on in Europe uh, at the moment. A lot of moving parts uh, for next year for the GP series, and then just trying to finish out the the nationals here. Uh, just finished with last week with Cooper with a championship, so that gave us uh, every wife's championship for the year. We won both East, West, and the yeah. outdoors. And I think we won the past five wife's championships, so, I mean, we are off rocking and rolling. Another great season, and um, just going to finish up Ironman before heading to the last two uh, GPs in the States, and then taking on uh, Des Nations. Awesome, man. Well, uh, for the listeners that don't already know, uh, who is John Cuzo and uh, what's his role at uh, at 100% Goggles? John Cuzo is um, goggle, goggle guru at 100%, basically. Uh, I do all the goggle prep for all the professional, amateur, freestyle, Euros, uh, GNCC guys. Uh, come from a good, long lineage of goggle building. My uh, stepfather is Bevo who was at yes. Scott USA for uh, uh, almost 30 years. So I've been kind of not force-fed into this, but I was fortunate to uh, to get into this Bebo one year uh, with taking Christmas lights and fell off a ladder, compound fractured his wrist, and I had to come back from college and help build the goggles during the week uh, so he could go to the races on the weekend. And it just uh, ended up being... Kind of picture-perfect timing. I went to college. Um, if you saw me, you wouldn't know this by any means, but I went to college to try and play football, thinking I was going to be an NFL star. Um, no found way. Out really, yeah, found out really quick that I was fast in high school, and everybody got bigger and faster as I went to college. So it, uh, yeah. it was good, good learning experience. Um, 
high school, I went to a small Catholic school, so I was uh, the running back, wide receiver, defensive back, punt returner. I basically did it all, which uh, got me some nice. good stats senior year and got recruited to a D3 school up in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and then um, basically just was underprepared basically from high school on and then got in over my head and just saw what kind of work it really was uh, on that collegiate level. And not that I wasn't up to it, but uh, in between semesters is when Bevo broke his wrist and I ended up transferring uh, to a state school closer to home to uh, save some money on college uh, from the private school and then also worked my way into uh, basically building goggles for Scott uh, for the next three years while I went to college. I went to school during the week and then traveled on the weekend. So it ended up I graduated from uh, school with a marketing management degree, and I um, got approached by Spy Optics to take over their whole program, and it was a lot more lucrative on the financial end. Uh, Scott USA wanted me to move to Idaho and take on a different role in-house, and I just didn't think I could hold up the relationships and what I was already started at the races. Uh, from afar. So it just was uh, a different dynamic for me. I was younger. Uh, spy was trendy and cool. Uh, I just got LASIK surgery so I could finally wear sunglasses. So it all <laughs> it all kind of go. worked out uh, and gave me more more room to grow. Uh, I have a, I think my stronghold is the amateur ranks always. I just have uh, a fond uh, earning for those guys and the family orientation of it. Uh, kind of they're not they're not jaded yet on on money and going for the best deal. They're still there for relationships and what you have to offer and and that type of stuff. So, not that I dislike the pro end of things anyway, but they uh, people just get built in their ways from you know the long terms of if you're that pro guy and getting brought up, you've been getting everything and that's what they expect and no fault of theirs because that's what that's what they've been given. But it just takes on a different mentality of appreciation. Um, from the amateur rank. So Spy gave me that opportunity. And then from there, I kind of excelled on it and spent four years at Spy, went on the Von Zipper and got them introduced in the moto and picked up a championship within three months with J-Law. And yeah. then uh, was very fortunate to uh, have some people, industry insiders, uh, vouch for me and put my name in there with Ludo and Mark uh, for this 100% venture. And uh, we met. Bevo ended up meeting with them a different week later on different terms, and everything worked out. And 12 years later, me and Bevo got back together again, and here we are still today, kicking it at the races. Well, there you go. And for those uh, listening who don't already know, and I don't, I doubt that there's very many who listen to my show that uh, aren't familiar with the brand. Uh, 100% is is a logo, is a brand, is um, a, a lifestyle that has been uh, flowing throughout uh, the motocross industry, especially in in North America, for uh, a long, long period of time, uh, starting all the way back from uh, the, in the 80s with the uh, the cable erector and the moto tile. Um, where where does that company slide? forward to where the company is now focusing on the uh, on the optical side of things and uh, frankly um, just I couldn't believe like you don't you just don't notice certain things at the races when you're not paying attention to them but I was on the line uh, at the, the the last race I was at in Pilot Mound and uh, the two guys next to me had 100% goggles on I had 100% goggles on the three guys next to me on the nut the next side of me had 100% goggles on 
there's eight guys in the moto and seven guys are wearing the goggle um, for and that, that's predominantly younger riders that uh, maybe didn't connect with the uh, the the Johnny O'Mara's and the and the Rick Johnsons of the world. How do you guys capture that youngest market? I think uh, from the get go, the brand had I think traction with anybody I would say thirty years or older. They knew the the logo, they saw the sticker, they related to the the guys that were the O'Mara's, the Johnsons, the Baileys. And what happened was uh, the original owner, Drew uh, Leon, ended up uh, passing away in the mid-90s, and the brand kind of fizzled. So uh, I believe the people who own mechanics wear had the rights to the brand. Uh, Ludo and Mark uh, Blanchard approached them with this idea of uh, bringing it back on a different level as a goggle brand, and they just sold one industry's. Uh, a few years before that. So they had like a five-year no-compete clause, and the timing was just right with everything that uh, they approached myself, Bevo. We basically started with, I think, five, six people and got the ball rolling. Biggest thing is they had traction with distribution, number one, straight off the bat with uh, with Parts Unlimited, which now has opened up to Tucker Rocky also. So the avenues for to get the products were there, uh, but Mark Blanchard, our owner, is a creative genius. Like anything you see, 100% is kind of his touch. The the colors of the goggles, the logo, the ads, um, anything you see put out there is is our owner's touch. You know what I mean? So like I've been other places where I had to touch a lot of different facets and get pulled away from different things. And here we just have a great group of industry insiders that all pull their own weight and then some. You know what I mean? To have an owner that is doing your ads and creating your products is I think somewhat almost unheard of. You know what I mean? So Ludo and Mark were like the the odd couple from back in the that show from back in the late eighties, early nineties, like black and white and there's no gray with Ludo and Mark's more, you know, he's in between and but they they mesh, you know, they've obviously been very successful, uh, Ludo with breaking uh one industries and, and here with with a hundred percent and in four years, I think going on our fifth year now, we're, I would say, the, the leader in goggles. And that's where I think all people involved have done their job and then something to get it to where it is. And I've tried to bring to the youth on the amateur end. I had a, a good crew of amateur kids. I've been fortunate through some of the brands that I've come from uh, to bring those people with me to follow and then be able to build on it. You know, And with all the pieces of the puzzle we have, we're like operating on all cylinders right now. So we just swept the podium in Europe last week or the week before in the lights class. So, I mean, we're, we're doing well everywhere, you know, and that's, I think where some people, they focus in just Southern California and they don't get outside that bubble. And there's a big world outside there. And I'm originally from the East coast from Pennsylvania. So I always try to pull the East coast into it because it feels like fads and trends get there three, six months later, you know what I mean? But like, to have those kids that are, you know, the James Stewart's and the Ricky Carmichael's on the track in their local areas winning, they're coming to Loretta's and winning too. So for me, it was like, uh, you know, just getting the pieces of the puzzle together. You know, before it was a word of mouth, I had people come for, you know, me saying I'll take care of you. Now we have all the pieces of the puzzle. We can give the promo they need, offer kids bonuses if they're winning it, that, that they deserve, and then, give them the the goggle support like I give the pros that they deserve.
you know, and for me, I get to touch all ends of it. Other companies have different people touching different facets of it, and I think there's a disconnect with me. I deal with the 50cc riders all the way up to to Cooper Webb and Bute Paulin in Europe, you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter who's out riding. i got about 160 guys I manage um, with products throughout the year, and sometimes it's a toll, but with how we're operating on budgets and sales and everything else, it's all it's all clicking clicking really good right now. What's your greatest challenge keeping all those balls in the air and uh, basically giving that A plus service to uh, all 160 athletes? Of course, there's some that uh, carry a little bit more weight than others, but uh, it's uh, it's uh, sounds like you you take a lot of pride in your work being able to treat all uh, in, in a similar manner. Yeah, I try to take everybody on personal preference. You know, like you're going to have some people that are high maintenance, but I can honestly say this is the first place I've been in a company where I'm dealing with the people I want to deal with. Like I don't get people put on my plate that I don't want to deal with because they are who they are or this or that. I've been fortunate to pick most of the team and get some other people put on my plate that have been epic. You know what I mean? Like Marvin came on board and our owners are French. Marvin's French. There was an immediate connection there. But I can honestly say, like, the relationship I have with Marvin is, is like family. You know what I mean? So, like, I have I had some crazy dynamics last year during outdoors. I had Jeremy Martin, who's straight business. I have Marvin, who is like a friend family. And then I had the wild card, Cooper Webb, come back into the outdoors and was firing at all cylinders on everybody. You know what I mean? So, walking out of tents, I heard people cursing the other guy, and, you know, you can't get caught up in that because in the end we're I'm rooting for all three guys to do the best and I can't give anybody less treatment or less service if anything I want to give them better service so that everybody's operating on all cylinders and we finish one two three and the best of that day wins and that's who it is based on performance not based on me giving someone a little bit more extra care or not taking care of somebody you know and that goes from across the board, you know what I mean? Like, I got privateers that get four pair of goggles, just like Cooper Webb will. Same kind of prep, same side of service, but for me, those guys are doing the same job in, in a sense, you know, that, like, they've done for me for years, you know, and to me, to have to give them all the other products and not take 15 minutes of my time to prep their goggles, one, I'm getting paid for, so why wouldn't I do it? It's my job, but two it makes it easier for everybody. Like those guys don't need to be worrying about goggles on the weekends in between motos or before races, especially privateers. They got enough stuff going on just to get to the races, you know, and for us, Europe has been a great acquisition in riders. We went from six guys in two years ago to 13 now that I service fully over there. I build the goggles for those guys, take them or send them and get everything back. Just like I do in the States, kind of like a full, a full circle service type thing, but we're getting people over there for for free or service based on me building goggles for them, you know, which would cost other people thousands of dollars, you know. So in a sense, it, it it makes everybody happy, you know. I know my owner likes it when people call from Europe and say, hey, your guy killed it over there or the service was great or da-da-da-da-da. And for me, you know, I'm not necessarily looking for that pat on the back, but you know, for to know I'm doing a good job and have that type of uh, thankfulness that they are over there. They're super grateful, you know, like to have their stuff built, you know, and in the end, 
it's a it's a give and take, you know. And for me, to not give those guys that type of service, they are the guys, you know. So for me, it's just a matter of time and really products. And I work from home, so I have the 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 time to to prep goggles, and we have the budgets to to supply people with what they need to to go racing. So for me, it's just a matter of keeping it consistent. I don't like, you know families coming up and being like, oh, amateur kids, my kid beat this kid and he gets that. Well, if you keep it consistent, you don't have to worry about that, you know. And two, I just make myself available, you know, and I think that's just something that some people want to be cool. I want to be cool. I think I'm cool, you know, but, like, that doesn't mean I got to, like, not give people the time of day or answer their questions or, or be open at the races. And, you know, we're an open door at the race. Our truck's there to service people and, and take part in the event. Other companies are closed door and you got to be afraid if you're going to get a response from if, if any response, you know? So for us, it's just the way I've been molded uh, from Devo from day one. Scott, I think, did a great job in the past of being there for the racers and the sport. And times have changed. Company has changed. And not that they're not there for the sport anymore, but, you know, we have taken on a different facet of the sport. And that's where I think we've we've made those gains because we've been consistent at that. So uh, when it comes to uh, developing a product that uh, can ultimately show up on, on store sh- shelves, what, uh, what impact does uh, the like Marvin Moose can and, uh, and, and the star boys have as far as uh, giving you feedback as to what, what needs to be added or what needs to be changed about the, the product? Uh, or is it just thumbs up all the way around when you, you win championships uh, every other weekend? I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice to think it was that easy. Like I, I forget who I was just talking to in, in Europe and it was refreshing to hear it that they, they credited the goggle component as the second most important thing that the rider is dealing with the motor number one and then goggles. Cause he's like, if your motor ain't going, you're not going to win. If you can't see where you're going, you're not going to win. You know, and some people we'll take that cheap route and sign with other companies for a boatload of money and not take the support or not take the marketing or not take the quality product just to get a payday. And I witnessed firsthand Tim Ferry come off a track one time wearing, wearing Smith's and he threw the goggle down and I looked at Bevo and I said, I think we signed Tim Ferry for next year based on that. Like the goggle kept him from a win, it kept him from a podium and it kept him from a, a big bonus for the year end uh, for what happened. You know, and people don't yeah. look at the big picture. They look at the small picture. And if you can't see and a goggle's keeping you from a result, you're not earning those bonuses that are big. You know, so that is, I think, one part. Going back on the product end of things, to me, I just, I, I take criticism well because it's constructive. You know, it's like I've had people yell at me, you know what I mean, or say they blame me for certain stuff. But at the end of the day, like, I'm there for them. I'm on their side and I'm there to make it better. And once they realize that everything goes a lot smoother, you know, and you can't say that everything's perfect. I've had guys like Jason Lawrence, I could have gave him sunglasses and he would have went out and been happy. You know what I mean? But he throws a golf on and it worked and he went out there and went and, and wrote other guys sweat other guys, you know, helmets are my biggest battle is like, People don't look at it, but the helmet dictates a lot of what the goggle, how it fits or where it can go and totally. what what they can wear. And I've dealt with some helmet companies that I don't want to have to deal with, you know, but like they're paying the big dough, you know, to get the guys in the head to toe and 
you gotta, you gotta make it better or just make it work, you know? And for us, when we started, I got on a plane, flew to France, Gutierrez Pauline picked me up at the airport. We've never exchanged words before that. I hung out at his house for a week, built him a bunch of goggles, tested a bunch of products, and then left. And hopefully in, in two months, he's coming to my wedding uh, and uh, going to be part of that. You know what I mean? So, like, the craziness is, he, thank you. He calls me the candy man. I showed up at his house with a bag of candy and drinks and didn't eat for, like, three days because I'm a complete nut when it comes to food. I don't eat fruits. I don't eat vegetables. I'm like, uh, I'm surprised I'm alive at this point. But yeah, he like the, the the craziness of that, you know, brought us closer together because he was just like blown away. He'd see me at seven in the morning drinking a coke, and he's training his ass off to like <laughs> go ride. And I'm like this freak of nature that's doing everything wrong, but still somehow skinny. But in a yeah. sense, we worked through all the the testing, and that's basically how we created this goggle was to make sure it worked for him. Because uh, he was our first guy over in Europe, really, and I wasn't going to be able to give him the same service that I was the guys in the states. Now I did travel the six GPs that year and built all his goggles for the year, and and basically every goggle since. But you know, he took the time and he gave me when when he said something, there was a reason behind it. It wasn't like they were searching for stuff. I have a rider who I won't name, who was having a little issues with, with product. And so I'd bring him three pair of the same goggles. He would try them each one on, not with his helmet, but just hold it up to his face, which I found as a problem because it wasn't fitting in the helmet. Right. And would say, this doesn't work. Well, I would walk away, go to them back to my truck, come back with the same exact goggle and give it to him. And he'd be like, Oh, it's perfect. So, you know, yeah. like, you got to play the game sometimes with these guys, but ultimately in the end, they got to know that you're there for them and that yeah. you're there to make it better, you know, and these conditions that these guys ride in are not ideal. They're not normal. You know what I mean? They're riding for 30 plus minutes, getting 450 roost that is gnarly thrown at their face. You know what I mean? So like there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong that people don't think about, but, if you just do the right proper prep and take a little bit more time, you know, there's, there's some extra things I do. I know to, to make it make them feel better and sure as shit, make me feel better on the sidelines when I'm watching them through the motos get boosted. So. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy button, former factory supercross rider. You're listening to the big MX radio show. We're going to take it to a commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love.
when it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, turn some heads, and be able to change your bike's look on the fly, head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have Spokeskins on their website, they've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off-Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up to turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. Deft Family Gloves. Deft means showing cleverness and skill in handling things. What you want to see in football and basketball is some deft handling of the ball. Some people are physically deft, like accomplished athletes, motorsports professionals, and martial arts masters. Their movements are fast, graceful, and deliberate. Others might be mentally or intellectually deaf. You could describe a beautifully written essay as deaf, or talk about a politician's deaf work on an anti-bullying bill. The source of deaf is the Old English gedeft, meaning mild or gentle, which became deft in Middle English along with its meaning of apt, skillful, and adept. Deft family represents a united family of athletes, artists, and creative individuals inspired by the underground lifestyle. Founded by a core crew of friends, influenced by music, arts, culture, sport, faith, and fashion. We provide the essentials of the modern day movement through a vision of free-flowing culture. Formed by motivation and necessity for change through passionate minds while remaining ahead of the mainstream, common, and popular beliefs. Hashtag Deaf Family is not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. We are deaf. All Deaf Family product and merchandise is shipped directly from Temecula, California and handled with care. So head on over to deafamily.com, explore the website and find out all things deaf and become part of the Deaf Family. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. Cereal Bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. 
Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. In motocross, everyone wants one common thing. To simply enjoy the ride. Sand, clay, loam, or concrete, and everything in between. Riders all want to be able to enjoy their ride. But today is arena cross, tomorrow is Glen Helen, and Saturday we're heading to this gnarly sand track. How can we be sure our suspension is always dialed in? For most, employing a full-time practice technician is unrealistic, and even for those who have one, setting suspension is still a chore. Get a measuring tape, scratch a mark on the fender or rear number plate, and attempt some backward math to find 105 millimeters. Does this tape even have millimeters on it? Forget that. Head to motool.co today and set your sag every time you ride with the Slacker Digital Sag Scale. Let's hear from Johnny K. Spear himself on how this thing works. So uh, really basically you would just uh, stick it on your axle with the magnet, stick the clip on your side plate, basically where the arc of the axle would hit the side plate, and then... Uh, pull out the retractable cable, hook it to the clip, and turn it on, and then just take the bike off the stand and, and take a measurement. It's that easy. Trust tuning your suspension to Johnny Casebeer and Motul MX. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look 
is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. So as as a pro rider or any rider, um, like for me, I always, when I'm buying a new helmet or I'm ordering a new helmet, I always want to make sure that uh, I bring the goggle that I have of choice to the store to fit both at the exact same time. And for whatever reason, the goggle has always become first. And then I use that goggle to, uh, to, to kind of, uh, determine what helmet I'm going to go with because, um, um, just it, it it needs to be locked in, uh, no different than uh, like any of it. It's a ski helmet or a motocross helmet. The goggle and the helmet need to uh, like a perfect crease on the on the top of the forehead. Um, yep. And uh, like you'd mentioned, that's it's a bit of a battle for some people sometimes. So do you do you uh, suggest when people do go buy a new helmet that they bring their hundred percent goggles along with them? I know that when we were creating. Um, the racecraft and the Curie goggle that we basically would go to shops and try helmets on and, and make it, try it on an XL, try it on in a small, try it in the Arai, try it in the Fox. Try, we tried it in everything to make sure we weren't knocking ourselves out of anything or limiting ourselves. And I think that everybody wants wide field of vision. We just created a difference. Everybody scoops the top down. We made the top go up. So when you're looking down, you get that extra vision in front of you. You know what I mean? It's to me, yeah. some was no brainer stuff that I can't believe people haven't come up with before. Like one lens, one tear off. You have three frames. Shops don't want three lenses, three goggles, three of this, three of that. They want one. They want consistency. They want easiness, you know? So for me, from the pro end, it's a little bit difficult because the riders will do their gear deals and then come to their goggle component. So a lot of times I'm forced to work with, what they have now if opportunity arises and i've done this before come out the tracks and test with people and different stuff you'll work through them with different things we have the capabilities to give people custom foams custom straps different things to make make things work better for them you know and in some places other companies don't have those i think that those resources uh even though we're all made basically in the same spot uh in china but you know, it is what it is, you know, and to me, it's, we just had good goggle knowledge from the get-go. We had Bebo, we had myself, Scott Wadnabi, who was Bebo's boss, came in as a consultant, and then you have ample years of knowledge between Mark Ludo and the rest of the gang that came on board with, with them. So, like, I've dealt with surf companies that didn't get moto, you know. They would send me a weather report on the weekend and say, hey, do you need tear-offs? And I'd be like, oh, my God, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there are none of those questions here. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, what do you need? How do we make it better? What do we do to succeed? And that's the, the, the end-all, say-all, I think, for us at this brand is everybody works and pulls their own end, and that's for sure, and then, and then some. You know, so it's a, 
just a matter of really dealing with what you kind of get thrown in your own way, you know, with, with helmets and certain things like that. Everybody's face is different, you know, so you got to be able to have another option for people. And we have two frames, but we have some different foam options and different stuff like that that help fill gaps, help with sweat, help with dirt, help with helmets, fitting, you know, different things like that that, you know, it's, it's minor to some people, but it's, 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 it's make it or break it, you know, on some ends. I've lost goggle deals because goggles didn't fit, you know what I mean? And that was, that's a shame, you know what I mean? You should be able to work through that. Now, not here at 100%, but, but elsewhere, you know, and that's with your limited resources, you know, it's only almost what you got. You know, here we have, I think, the product, the promo, the salaries. We have a, I think all cylinders are, are operating, you know, and that's, that's, I think, uh, a, bl- a blessing and bonus for us. So when it comes to product, uh, the, the Racecraft and the uh, uh, Akiri, um, the two, your two kind of the premium goggle, what, what, what would make someone choose one over the other uh, as far as uh, composition and uh, one comes with the outrigger, one comes without? It's crazy. Like, I have 90% of my guys in the United States on the Akiri goggle. I have ninety yeah, percent. I have ninety percent of my guys in Europe in the racecraft. Now, really, you you tell me why, and I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 be happy, you know. But like it's it's personal preference, really. I think the Euros went with high end, but it still works. You know what I mean? And that's the end all say all. It's got to work. It's got to it's got to do what it's got to do. It's got to work. And the states, a lot of my guys are on Bell. Bell's making these custom helmets. They're sh- shrinking the the shells are shrinking the eye ports that it's, you know, you, everybody wants a big goggle, but if the big goggle can't fit, how do you make it work? You know? So right. we deal with some of that stuff and, you know, I had people change for one or the other. The good thing is the other one works, you know, and that's for us. We've, we've created something that takes the same lens, has the same foam, has the same strap. So from a lot of it, it's very similar. Now, when you put it on your face, one does fit a little different based on the Acuri, the strap going into the frame and coming out. And the other one, we have an outrigger system that offers a little different seal on a different pool. So it's, you know, kids, I think, are always going to go high end or what's flashy. I think for us, we've been able to achieve that in all our line, even in our strata. Like our strata price point goggle is still flashy, supplemented strap, still looks good. It doesn't necessarily reflect a a $25 goggle, you know, and when you see some of the other brands, that's what you see is you can tell it's a price point goggle, it's a $25 goggle. But for us, we just introduced the film system last year, the forecast that people can put in either one of those frames. They can have a $30 price point goggle and put that film system in it and it'll work. You know, they could, it's the same, same setup that Cooper Webb is running, you know, on the weekend, you know what I mean? So, the consistency there, I think, for us has been been key for all levels. You know, shops. I I've been fortunate to give a lot of stuff away. You know, and that be my job. The other end is the sales end of things. And if you don't have things clicking there, you're not going to be able to give stuff away. So for us, Parts has done an amazing job. Tucker Rocky has done an amazing job. Our in-house accounts, Motorsport, and those guys have all we're we're, we're just winning on all levels upon globally. Like our global sales are phenomenal, you know, and that's where other companies don't have any, you know, like they don't have traction over there. Like we have, we have some traction, you know, and if all goes well, 
with some of the findings we have planned for next year for Europe, we're we're spot on to just take more spots on the podium. You know, so that's the overall goal is to keep uh keep grinding here and keep uh keep adding some really really good raw marketing unbranded talent that Mark can have his his way with and and just pop off some some amazing uh, amazing POP and some amazing apps. Well, in the history of uh, North American motocross, you don't often see uh, a goggle company that uh, can basically just pop out of uh, what appear like thin air and, and actually dominate. There's uh, only in the last uh, 16 years have we had uh, two different manufacturers claim titles in the uh, the 450 uh, motocross class. That's uh, uh, Scott in 09 and I believe... Uh, what was Langston wearing in 07? But uh, every other one was uh, a big had a big O on the side of it. Um, like uh, I, I think you guys have positioned yourself that uh, with the uh, with a guy like Cooper Webb could very well take get that get that taken care of in uh, in 2017. Uh, that's the game plan. I think we've we've done a good job of retaining our talent. If that makes sense, I think like where a lot of other companies have have done well they've had their team they had their guys based on their team and then once they left the team they didn't keep them you know the oakley grabbed them you know so for us it was really about you know keeping true to what we what we are you know and not overpaying someone or going out and getting something that didn't fit i brought riders to the table for ludo and he straight up said that guy doesn't give 100 percent. why would we sign him you know, so, like, that sucks because it takes some good marketing guys out of the, the pool, but, like, that's staying true to your roots, you know, and that's, you can see it in our ads, you can see it in our athletes that when we portray them, they are giving the epitome of 100%. You know, our ad coming out next week with Cooper has a picture of his broken wrist at the start of outdoors and then the the final moment at, at, at outdoors when he won, you know, and there's only a few people that thought he could do that. You know, and if uh, I'm not going to lie, I did, you know what I mean? Because I see his talent, I see his dedication and, and what he puts into it, you know. But same with uh, with us for the future is like Vogel. Vogel's been with us from day one. He's our, our first champ, you know what I mean? Like Justin, yeah. Brayden wants, Justin Brayden wants to come back. He was our first 450 podium, you know what I mean? So... I'm down to bring dudes that believe in the brand that aren't coming for a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like they're going to get a paycheck because they are who they are. They can get that paycheck no matter what, but it's cool when people want to be part of something because they believe in it, you know? And I think star Geico, they believe in what we were doing. We told them we were going to do something and we followed through on it. And then the same, they told us they were going to win and they did. You know what I mean? So, I talked to Bobby Reagan this morning. I thanked him for just letting me be part of this deal. And he told me, you're a big part of this. Why, why we're there, you know, and that's nice to hear, you know, but I'm just pumped to, to have this opportunity to be part of these great, great teams and these memories really. You know what I mean? For me, this is, it's everybody. I can't tell you how many people say, oh, I wish I had your job. I don't think they want my job when I come home on a Sunday and have to clean Vaseline out of goggles or have to prep. 250 pair for three races for the GPs, but outside looking in, it looks like an awesome job, but getting pulled away on the weekends from your family and 
um, getting taken here and there, it, it takes a toll on travel, you know what I mean? But in the end, the job is super, super rewarding based on the people I get to work with and, and some of the outcomes, you know? So it's, uh, in the end, I've been blessed to, uh, to have this transition through these different brands and better for worse, one reason for another, all happens for a reason. And, you know, I'm pumped to, um, to be part of this, uh, this, uh, this brand at a hundred percent and this, uh, this journey. Couldn't agree more. And for a guy who uh, definitely wears his heart on his sleeve, I can't even imagine uh, your reaction. I've seen you uh, as the Star Boys were uh, sweeping the podium. I've seen you when uh, Marvin Muscans got second on the podium at Millville. Uh, but uh, to to be there this weekend with uh, your 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 guy Cooper Webb clinching that championship, knowing full where where his wrist was uh, three months ago. Uh, take take us through uh, the the emotions as you you're kind of watching the kid uh, sort of make history or, or at least uh, make his imprint on the on the 250 class, taking two championships on his way up to the 450s. I'll tell you, he didn't make it easy on himself. I mean, I was biting my my fingernails. I'm surprised I have any left for both motos. I was just watching the monitors and watching them come through the pack, you know, and just watching. I basically watched and counted him pull tear off. You know, I mean, I'm counting down from 30. <laughs> like, please have some left. Please have some left. And each moto, he finished with like one or two left. And you know, even in the madness of the excitement, and everything, I'd like to grab a, a second with him. I said, "Cooper, everything worked okay today." And he was like, "Dude, excellent." You know what I mean? And that to me matters because if it didn't work, we still need to improve. But then, like, let's put that aside and say, you know, job well done today, myself, brand. Cooper family, everybody involved, and now let's now let's celebrate. Last year, I bought 60 Coors Lights for Jeremy Martin's championship, and they were gone in like five minutes. This year, I bought 90, and they lasted a little bit longer, but it was a good celebration <laughs> with the boys. Fair enough, man. Well, that, it's it's that's great to see, and uh, uh, looking forward to hearing that. Uh, um, Jeremy Martin will be will be back in the the hundred percents next year, as I believe he'll be uh, on a dip at a, a different color, perhaps. Uh, I can't speak on it, but it's good to know that our, our teams continue to do their, their due diligence and like, there's no worry there, you know, like yeah. the Star and Geico are, are, I think some of the best teams doing what they need to do to go, to go down, you know, into the depths and, and into the trenches of the amateur ranks and see what's there. You know, there's not many people that are winning a 258 championship right now that, don't have a ride already. You know, I think probably one of the last ones I was part of was, was Kyle Peters, you know, and he was, was in that position to, to go to star, you know what I mean? So like it's, everybody is wrapped up before they, before they get there, you know? So it's, it's making it more interesting for all the manufacturers to, to dig a little deeper in and put more focus in, you know, on certain people. And for us, when, Brands like Star go out and sign Challenge Tenet. You know what I mean? Like, that's epic. You know what I mean? Like, they're going down to the 80 class looking at kids and, and bringing them on board to show them the, the right way. You know what I mean? Like, I waited four years to work back again with Chase Sexton after I left on Zipper, and I can't say I patiently waited because I was always on his dad about, <laughs> about switching, but good people, loyal people, and, you know, I was happy to get him back on board um, this year with... Uh, with the Geico deal and, and work with again in the future, you know? So I think that's, you know, even Geico last year, 
with what they did for Malcolm. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't something coming into the season that on paper we paid for already. You know what I mean? That's them doing a little extra and trying a little harder. And in the end, it worked out for everybody involved, you know? So that's, I think we rally behind our teams. We rally behind our riders and really just try to show them the, the right support week in, week out at the track, off the track with the products they need for promo and, and really the ads. I think I just can't credit that enough. I think Mark just puts stuff together that is, is amazing, you know, that really captures the moment and symbolizes what our brand is, you know, and that I think it's, we put a lot of hashtags proud sponsor, but it's cool when those athletes are proud to be part of that group too, you know, and I think it's a two-way street. Some some brands, it's a one-way street. Some people do more for the brand than the brand's doing for them, you know, so I think it's nice to have everybody scratching each other's backs and working together. Last couple of questions before I let you get going to build uh, countless pairs of goggles as you head to the last round of the Outdoor Nationals. Uh, why should why should my listeners uh, choose 100% goggles? Uh, we're, we're true to moto and not that some of these other brands are, but I think like what we've created here is, is really something to, to jump on board and be part of, you know what I mean? Like it's just the evolution of where we've come from, from nowhere four years ago to where we are now, I think is absolutely amazing for any brand in, in, any sport, you know, I think Under Armour has done a great job of, of doing that in basketball and golf now and like coming out of the woodwork to take on the rest of them. And I've always, always liked that challenge, the David versus Goliath, you know what I mean? And that's, uh, yeah. we're, we're getting a little bigger as David here, but we're still taking on a Goliath in, in Oakland, you know what I mean? So like for us, times are taking a toll on other people and when other people make mistakes, we pick up the pieces. You know, but ultimately we're we're available. You know, we're in the shops, we're supporting the sport, we're at tracks locally, with the grassroots giveaways at the whatever your local track is, Red Bud or Bud's Creek, Unadilla, Millville, Washougal, we're we're part of those places, you know. So we're not just there on the weekend and putting up a banner and then you can't come see us. Our bus is there, people come by, Bebo's making breakfast sandwiches in the morning, there's a coffee there, like I just feel like we're real, you know, we're a real brand with real people that really yeah. believe in, in moto, you know, and I you think guys are accessible. People, you're not, uh, behind, like you said, not behind a, a velvet rope that, uh, untouchable. No, we definitely make ourselves available. And I think that's something Bevo's portrayed in me forever. You know what I mean? Like my relationships are, are so valuable that, you know, I've only grown on them. I've never like stopped a relationship based on one reason or another. It's just, they've grown with people. So, I've been fortunate through different brands that I've gone to keep those relationships and build on them, you know, and some come full circle and if they don't, you still got a friend, you know what I mean? And that's, I think like, I don't, I'd never ever give anybody a hard time for going and bettering themselves. You know, if I couldn't give it to you and you can go better yourself somewhere else, then so be it. You know, that's the, that's the, the way the times are, you know what I mean? But in the end, it's nice to see some people come back for the right reasons and, and really want to be part of something because of, of what it is, you know, and that's, I think the, the name a hundred percent just kind of, kind of symbolizes that. 
Well, you certainly do give 100%, my friend. Though. So what's on the horizon for John Cuso other than a, uh, a wedding night with an open bar? Well, I've had one weekend off so far since January. So I'm re- really looking forward to a weekend off after, uh, after Glen Helen uh, before Des Nations. And then I got Monster Cup. I got a wedding to marry the most beautiful woman in the world. Uh, on the 31st of October and have a kick-ass party and then head to Thailand for a honeymoon and then come back and get ready to recharge my batteries because before I know it, January and A1 will be here. So we're, uh, we're ramping up, going to recharge and get ready for another, uh, another epic season. So uh, in closing, where can people uh, find more information on, uh, on the product and uh, get some from themselves? Uh, www.ride, R-I-D-E, the number 100%, P-E-R-C-E-N-T dot com. And uh, our Instagram is the same, uh, at Ride 100%. We're also sold uh, and distributed through Tucker Rocky and Parts Unlimited and basically available at every shop uh, across the state. So we're, uh, we've got plenty of avenues for people to get their hands on our stuff if they, uh, if they do like so. And also we've just opened up Hook It for uh for the sponsorship season so get on there apply and uh hopefully we'll be uh seeing you guys at a race here sometime soon beautiful my friend i really appreciate giving me the time to uh give some people uh, a little bit introduction introduction to you as well as to the brand uh 100 looking forward to working with you uh in the in the months and years to come don't hang up just yet for podcast i cut it off right there sounds great Thank you for listening to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by 100% Goggles. Be sure to head to Ride 100%, that's R-I-D-E, 100-P-E-R-C-E-N-T.com to check out all available product, goggles, and a full rundown of the company itself. Also make sure that you check out RacersIndex.com to register and find yourself an industry job. If you're a mechanic looking for a job or if you're a rider looking for a job, go to racersindex.com. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and contact me at bradgebhart88 at gmail.com for any suggestions or review or feedback. Always appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. Late afternoon, another day is nearly done. Darker gray is breaking through a lighter one A thousand sharpened elbows in the underground That hollow hurried sound Feet on polished floor And in the dollar store The clerk is closing up Counting loonies trying not to say I hate Winnipeg The driver checks the mirror seven minutes late The crowded rider's restlessness enunciates The guess who suck, the jets were lousy anyway 
same route every day And in the turning lane Someone stalled again He's talking to himself And here's the price of gas Repeat his phrase I hate Winnipeg And up above us all Leaning into sky A golden business boy Will watch the north end die And sing I love this town Then let his arcing wrecking ball proclaim Winnipeg